0: Over a third of digital advertisers use Facebook ads, however only 2% of them are using Instagram story ads. That's not as impressive as the fact that Instagram stories are generating 8 to 10 times the amount of conversions. So how do you do good Instagram story ads? I'll give you everything you need to know and take you step by step. Plus, I share some tips on how to use Instagram to compensate for Facebook's heavily declining and frankly dying reach. All that and a whole lot more in this episode of Inbound Buzz. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz podcast, your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing. Brought to you by redpandas.com.au. Now for your host and co-founder of Red Pandas, Moby Sadiq. Welcome to another episode of Inbound Buzz. I'm your host, Moby Sadiq, joining you for episode 88. Now... In the last two years I've been doing this, this has been the longest time between episodes yet. It's pretty much on two months since we recorded our last episode. And if I'm honest with myself, yeah, sure, I can chalk it down to being busy. Um, but maybe it's more about being complacent. See, in life, we're always busy. And if we don't make time for things, we simply don't want them enough. Like To give you an idea, for the first maybe... 18 episodes, sorry, 18 months rather, um, I never missed an episode. I mean, ever. Public holidays, birthdays, sickness, whatever. I did not miss a beat. To give you an idea, one time me and my wife took a trip uh, to Bali and there was no way I was going to miss recording that week. So she went to bed and this place had terrible acoustics. The pool was loud. The aircon was loud. There was this one little shitty little corner uh, in the outdoor uh, what bath shower area where the acoustics were fine. So I sat there in the middle of this bathtub, uh, outdoors, crossed my legs, had this laptop and microphone uh, in front of me, um, was worried about spiders behind me, but I did it, right? So when I think back to that, I think, ah, oh, geez, it's a bit disappointing. I've been a little bit complacent. Um, and the thing is, it's not just about having a weekly show. Yes, having a weekly podcast or a video or a video vlog or vlog, whatever they call it, is the perfect frequency. This is something YouTube themselves recommend. If you want to get traction, if you want to grow and build a following, they re- recommend the frequency of having one show per week consistently. So, of course, there's that. But it's more than that for me. So, for me, it's the idea of finding something routine, Something ritualistic like that you can commit to yourself, um, commit yourself to and watch the fruits bear slowly. Something that aligns your goals. So I I think that's really important for me. Something that aligns with your own personal goals. So for me, it's growing the Red Pandas Pandas Agency, helping my speaking career and even training my public facing voice. Um, For me, podcasting has been immensely helpful in all those areas so it's something i've missed and i acknowledge my complacency and i'm going to do something about it so i think owning up to it being aware of these things is often the first step and saying cool all right what can we do do we do we push on with this or do we just sort of forget about it as opposed to just feeling like crap every time you don't do something so i've imparted some knowledge between the lines um i'm glad i mean i'd be curious to know if there's something ritualistic for you, that helps you achieve your goals, whether it's you know gym or riding or whatever it is. Um, and how are you faring with it? How do you feel when you don't achieve, or what do you do to pick yourself up? Um, have you, like myself, had some success and then maybe been disappointed with yourself? Um, but you know, like I have in the last couple of months. But anyway, we kick on. Now, you're not here to listen about me whinging about my personal problems, um, or my personal, I guess, struggles with my goals. Um, We're here to talk about Instagram. So specifically, you know, Instagram, this is coming to the fore a lot more this year, particularly due to the decline of uh, Facebook, Uh, Facebook ads becoming a lot more expensive. And when I speak about Facebook in in the former, I'm talking about the fact that um, reach for brands is moving towards zero. It's getting lower and lower and lower. And it was well publicised earlier this year. We spoke about it on this show as well. Um, it's something that has mean has meant fa- Instagram has gotten a lot more attention in the last few months. Now, when Facebook announced this, a lot of brands kind of went a little bit crazy. Like, oh, what do we do? A lot of brands left Facebook as well, um, and a lot of marketers and brands have therefore been looking to way looking for ways to diversify their marketing efforts. And Instagram is the perfect platform for this. So before we get on to our featured topic of Instagram stories ads, which I cannot wait to share with you some of my experiments there, I first want to talk about Instagram as a whole, in general, and how you can use Instagram to fight Facebook reach zero, which is the code name I'm giving it, right? Now, let's talk about why. So according to a post by uh, Social Sprout, Titled The 18 Instagram Stats Every Marketer Should Know for 2018, which I'll share in the show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash ep88, Instagram boasts the highest rates of uh, engagement for any social media platform. The highest level of engagement is on Instagram compared to everything else. Now, I believe that's being challenged by LinkedIn heavily, but Instagram still reigns supreme. Um, and another tip too, by the way, so if you are using Instagram for your business, and you likely are if you're listening to this show, then definitely convert to an Instagram business account. I'll share some details in the show notes again for you on how on, how you should do that and why you should do that more importantly. But you can get more analytics about followers, posts, you can have more of a professional looking profile with better call to actions, and you can promote your Instagram posts as ads. So you need an Instagram business account to do that. This is something that's been in response to the fact where Instagram typically has not had great analytics for brands. Cool. Another nod to Instagram is users are also more interested in connecting with brands on Instagram than any other platform. And finally, for your B2Bers out there, our B2B brands and listeners, yes, Instagram is for you. From MailChimp to HubSpot, even financial, uh, financial service brands like Wells Fargo in the United States, thousands of B2B brands are killing it on Instagram. Honestly, this is an episode on its own, right? Instagram for B2B. But the key to uh, Instagram um, for B2B brands is really humanizing the brand. Just be more human, share people stories, staff stories, um, Humanize a brand as opposed to just sort of having what a lot of B2B websites look like is these sort of pale, stale-looking sites. Let's move away from that and make it more human. So, okay, how do you use Instagram to compensate for Facebook? At its essence, what we're talking about is how do we grow our following on Instagram if we're starting to move away from Facebook and nurture that growth? Firstly, you need to build up your following. The good news is that even if you're starting off, it's actually a lot easier to build a following on Instagram organically than on Facebook. Research hashtags. You can do a search for uh, any hashtag you want from the app itself and it'll tell you how many posts on that hashtag. Um, Make sure you use a mix of location and general hashtags. And the beauty of hashtags on Instagram is you can get incredible organic reach by doing this properly. You can't really do that on uh, Facebook. No one really uses hashtags the way they're meant to be used on Facebook. On Twitter, yeah, sure, you can trend on topics that are topical at the moment. But Instagram is where hashtags uh, really show their strength. And I guess, you know, an obvious question, it's it's not a dumb question, is how many hashtags is enough? Well, Ad Espresso recommends have at least 8 Hashtags for every Instagram post. I think that's a good place to start. Push yourself for eight hashtags every time. Cool. Okay, so let's move on. Another tip is um, follow and like accounts from within your industry or space. I'm going to repeat this one because this one is huge. Follow and like accounts and posts that are within your industry or space. Don't underestimate this one. Now you can do this manually, sure, and great if you have time, fantastic. Um, But chances are maybe after a couple of weeks you'll probably just get lazy and not do it. The thing is there are automated tools out there that will save your life. And you're going to love me for this one. There's a tool called Follow Liker. Now what Follow Liker will do is it will automatically like and follow accounts based on the criteria that you give them. is this unethical? Well, if it is, I I can live with it, honestly. Like, big deal, right? You're following these accounts. You're helping them grow. You're growing your own networks. Uh, it's something that I can sleep with, right? Um, we're not talking about following people and then, like, dropping off just to boost your numbers. It's mutual follow, you know? Um, so, follow Leica is a great tool for that. Check that out in the show notes again. Redpandas.com.au forward slash eighty eight. Alright, a couple more strategies on Instagram, um, create a series of two to three boosted posts on Facebook and spread them out across a couple of weeks asking your Facebook followers to follow you on Instagram, leverage that audience, chances are they're already fans, they're going to be more likely to jump onto Instagram than brand new fresh fans. Similarly, if you're still doing a lot on Facebook, be it Facebook Live or you're doing competitions brand announcement you still get some decent engagement we're not saying kill Facebook, we're not saying ditch it. Similarly you can channel any Instagram followers back onto Facebook as well now this strategy of pushing people to either network works very well with my final tip and that's putting out calls for user-generated content or UGC for short so once you're beyond just the initial growth stage uh, maybe you've got I don't know over a hundred maybe a couple hundred followers um, but more importantly, you're starting to notice things like l- people liking your posts, multiple comments. Um, UGC, uh, user generated content can be very powerful to gra- gain even more traction and importantly so show social proof to uh, potential followers and your existing followers that yeah this is a brand to follow. Now of course, on Instagram, you can't do what you can do on Facebook in that you can put a post on Facebook. Uh, get people to you know comment uh, you can comment on Instagram of course but they can't upload images or links or you know things like that Um, uh, but of course on Instagram you can ask people to create their own posts and tag you or tag uh, or use a hashtag um, something that you've actually designed and created then reposting that content onto your own page crediting the original owner is a great way to show fans and potential fans Some much needed social proof. Now, I've been asked before, um, and I only mention this because I have been asked a couple of times before. Is do you need permission from the person you copy the post from? Um, My answer is I I don't. I don't think you do, and I I believe you don't. Um, As long as you, like for example, if it's your competitor or something completely unrelated to you, maybe that's a little bit tactless, but. If, for example, um, you've asked for user-generated content or they've tagged your brand, I'm sure they'd love to have you feature them. Of course, credit them. So mention that's repost, you can get repost apps as well that tell you it's repost. Have your own commentary and then include their original text as well. Um, So then you can help elevate any pages that they, any accounts that they want to elevate, any hashtags that they want to elevate. So no, in my opinion, you do not need permission if you do that and you credit them. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to Instagram stories. This is one I'm, I've been super excited to share with you guys now for weeks. I've known that the, the you know, quote-unquote comeback episode was going to be talking about this. Um, the last couple of months, we've been playing with Instagram story ads for our clients. And let me tell you one of the biggest reasons why. The thing is marketers inevitably will ruin everything. We've seen it with email marketing and email outreach Um, Look at Facebook ads, for example. It's very common to see cost per clicks on Facebook of $2, $3 in some industries. Um, And look, that's not to say they don't work. They're still incredibly powerful. We still run Facebook ads for the majority of our clients. But of course, they're becoming very saturated. I remember the days when I started in Facebook ads maybe four years ago. Um, You're looking at like 30 cents and less. So yeah, it's crazy now. Um, and I'm also very, very wary of networks that where there is ad fatigue from audiences. After audiences see way too many ads, I'm, I'm really sort of mindful of the fact of ad fatigue and the fact that these ads now resonate less and less because people just see so many of them. So about, well, probably about four or six weeks ago, I had a conversation from one of our contacts at Facebook. Um, and we specifically spoke about Instagram Stories, and he shared some stats that blew my mind. I mean, I know I know not everyone is using them, right? But he said that one third of digital advertisers are using Facebook ads. Cool, that's that's a lot. But only two percent of global advertisers are using Instagram story ads. Two percent compared to something like thirty three percent. Like that's insane. So the early mover advantage. Is available today for Instagram stories um, the cost of the CPM or cost per thousand impressions are a dollar and less and some businesses are receiving eight to ten times the amount of conversions so he shared before I share some of our own findings he shared a couple of uh, industry findings for me cost per acquisition or cost per sale in the e-commerce industry of two dollars uh, he's, he has seen uh, cost per acquisition in professional services of $4.00. Uh, a couple of legal clients he's seen go from $45.00 cost per lead to $4.00 cost per lead. Like less than 10%. Insane. So of course we wanted to try this both for ourselves uh, and for some of our clients. And sure enough, every single time in, in, in short, in summary, we obtained more conversions at a lower cost per acquisition. So the cost of obtaining that lead or customer um, was lower every single time. We were able to generate leads at a CPL, so cost per lead of a third to as little as a quarter, 25%. And it's still very, very early days. Our longest campaign on Instagram has probably only been running for about three to four weeks. It's still early days and we're still, without even optimizing too much, um, getting these amazing results almost right away. Now the question is, how do you create these damn things? So for reference, if you haven't seen these ads before, and if you haven't, you're not an Instagram user, who cares, right? You still want results, you still want to leverage this tech. Um, you may be thinking, where do they show up? So most of you know that Instagram stole the Snapchat feature of posting a short image or a video in, in orientation form, so the, ori- sorry, the uh, portrait orientation, so you know, long ways, uh, on your smartphone that lasts for a day. So, Snapchat had this, Instagram stole it, called it Instagram uh, Stories. Good on them. Now, the videos themselves on Instagram are 15 seconds. They last, uh, they're 15 seconds and they last for a day and you can post multiple ones, as many as you want. And by the way, if you're going to do this, don't waste your time and just do crappy uh, uh, image ads. Do the proper Instagram Story video ads. If you're going to spend the time, do it properly. And... You're gonna want some professionalism here, so you need to have text on screen. You want to have call to actions that pop up, really, you know, really quickly, um, and something that tells people to swipe up as a call to action to go to a link, and that's the key here. You can have this video uh, ad, and they swipe up, and it can either go to two places: either it can go to a landing page as you would with AdWords or Facebook uh, ads, or it can go to a lead ad, so it can go up to. Uh, uh, almost like Facebook lead ads if you've seen those where it doesn't go to a landing page there is a form within Facebook it captures your details and then it sends it to the advertiser similarly you can do that so they swipe up they fill out a form um, and then you know that is sort of sent to you right away in some cases you will want that in some cases you will want people to go to a landing page if you don't know um, you know test practice is best practice give both a go and see what happens so again how do you create this right unless you've got some you know Amazing in house video dude, how do you do this? Well, I've discovered this awesome tool called Promo by Slidely. It's as amazing as confusing as the name of the brand is, it's almost the worst name for a tool ever. Promo by Slidely, that's the name, but this is a boss tool. There is a basic plan of $39. The next one up uh, called Plus is $69 and it go- goes all the way up to per month and it allows you to create more videos and more features you likely won't need. Now I mentioned the basic and plus because the basic one, the one at 39, does not let you upload your own video footage and that was a problem for us specifically Um, but the $69 one does and you get I think four videos for the $69 one. My recommendation would be give it a go and you can cancel um, after a month if you really really wanted to. And yeah, you know, it's, it's, there are a few templates there which make it nice and easy. Uh, you can find a template, you can use their music, which is all licensed, and have these call to actions sporadically throughout that 15 seconds. Obviously, you don't want too many messages, and have some really good best practices to keep you from using too much text and, and, and too many overlays. Um, and then I also recommend having like a swipe up call to action as well. So that's it. So hopefully I know there's someone listening who'll find some merit um, and use in this. Give it a go. Um, If you want to hit me up and welcome me back on Twitter, I'd love to hear your voice. Um, You know where to reach me at Moby Sadiq, M-O-B-Y-S-I-D-D-I-Q-E on Twitter. There are no other Moby Sadiqs that I know of online. Or you can email me, Moby at redpandas.com.au. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope you got something out of it. As always, uh, hit us up, enjoy the week and I'll catch you again next time for another episode of Inbound Buzz. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.